0: guys welcome back to to up-to-date podcast this is our 12th and sadly our final episode Um, (laughs) it has been so fun to do this uh, with one of my good friends and just you know we've had to accept that life circumstances have changed and this isn't um a long-term thing for us but we hope that you have enjoyed it as much as we have enjoyed doing it um so let's jump into our episode. Wait wait wait. Okay, you said life circumstances like our friendship is breaking up and <laughs> we're no longer recording because our friendship had a falling out. I think you need to explain to the solid 5 people who follow us. <laughs> I think you need you owe it to the solid 5 to at least explain why our podcast is coming to an end at least as far as it exists for now <laughs> okay that's fair um no our, our friendship is definitely not coming to an end in fact it is the opposite we are um communicating more now probably because of my wedding i'm getting married at the end of january <laughs> And my sweet friend Mary has agreed to graciously help us with the food since she obviously has a lot of experience feeding large groups of people. Um, so yeah, she's gonna be coming out to Colorado in January and staying with me, and she's gonna be such such a huge um, a crucial person who's helping with the wedding. Um, but obviously this is this was a podcast about um, online dating and I'm obviously no longer in the online dating scene as my fiance would probably have an issue with that. <laughs> I don't know why. Gosh, Nathan's so narrow-minded. <laughs> I know, right? Um no, I haven't been online dating since maybe it was January or February of this year. <clears throat> and then we started dating at the end of March and got engaged in September. Um and then Mary Has you haven't even you haven't been on dating apps in several months, right? I have not. Yeah, so my last date was. Um, I remember it because I started my new job on February first, and my last date was like January (laughs) thirtieth. Like, oh my gosh! I didn't realize they were so close. Yeah, remember I was in Charlotte, um, for that date. um so that that was the last date I was on and yeah I have so it took me I mean after that didn't work out it actually I took that pretty hard it kind of like launched me into rethinking um just kind of like where I was at I think mentally there were some things that I needed to take care of so jumping back into therapy jumping into a new job um I saw also started seeing like um like a holistic practitioner for some things like it just has been like a year of self-care which has been really really good um but it has been online dating lists um I did I remember in March for my birthday I jumped back on to apps for like a weekend and <laughs> um I was off of them very quickly after <laughs> I so remember that. yeah it's weird um I don't know. I think online dating affects you mentally more than you think. And I would say almost more than a normal like relationship would kind of take a toll on you because there's just so much not that you have control in a normal relationship, like in a different way, but like when you can't like when people ghost you, I mean that takes a that takes a toll on you mentally when you just all of a sudden are are not, you know, in someone's life. Whereas I feel like with a breakup, there's kind of like things end but you know about it like it's not like someone just stops showing up you know what I mean like it's just there's just Mm -hmm. a difference in the communication piece and all that kind of thing so um I think it'll be like I I'm really I feel like I'm in a really good spot I definitely obviously I'm not planning to like not date the rest of my life but it's been a good season of of not being on online dating so Mm -hmm. Um, all of that to say, yes, Laura, we're so happy for you. And at the end of this episode, since we always do a dating story, I feel like you should tell us your, you know, kind of your story with um, Nate or Nathan. I always call him Nathan, and I feel like you call him Nate. And so I'm like, I don't know what to call him. I call him both. Everyone calls him both. Okay, then it's fine. So um, we thought it'd be fun to go through the past 11 episodes and just go back from the beginning kind of walk down memory lane about each of our episodes. So I in like 20 minutes y'all, I'm impressed with myself. I like went through and like listened to bits and pieces of our past 11 episodes. Um so the first one we did was The Girls Behind the Mic and <laughs> We talked about our story, how we met. Um, it was a pretty boring first episode, to be honest, um, but it was necessary to kind of lay the foundation of who we are. Um, so yeah, Laura, do you even remember our first episode? I have to be honest, I have a horrible memory, so no. <laughs> yeah, I. no offense, but I remember that about you. Um, <laughs> I remember you always saying, I have the memory of a goldfish or something. Probably something like that. I, I yeah. remember, it's weird, I remember conversations really well, but I don't remember events or places or people as well. <laughs> so like any of the major things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Well, we don't have to touch too much on the first episode. We basically talked about how we met at camp, how we stayed in contact over the past however many years it's been. I don't even know six, seven, seven, seven and a half. Almost. yeah dang um so yeah we just kind of talked about our stories of how we got into online dating um basically how you forced me into online dating <laughs> <laughs> just think though if I hadn't done that we wouldn't be here today You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We wouldn't have a podcast. We wouldn't have all these great stories about awful dates to tell. (laughs) And who knows what else? I will say, I will say, as much as online dating sucks, it makes for some great stories. And it's just overall good experience to meet people who aren't in your circle. Like, I think it was really, really good for me, even though the dates I've been on have gone nowhere, to, like, experience that and kind of like all of the lows and all of the highs, like, because you have to navigate that, you know? Mm -hmm. So now answer me this, would you recommend online dating to a friend or to someone you knew? Because I had a friend recently ask me about online dating. She had never done it before and is considering it maybe at some point down the road, but she wanted my honest opinion. And I I think for me, it would be, very based on personalities but what would you say is it something that you would definitely say yeah you should try it or would you be a little bit more cautious about telling <laughs> people to do it um the better part of me wants to be cautious about it because it there's a lot that sucks about it it is like it's it's draining to put into Into getting to know someone, like the energy that it takes, like mental and emotional energy. Like, I'm not talking about like physical energy, like, it takes a lot of mental and emotional energy, I think, to like have conversations, to like be on guard, but also be intentional to, you know, maintain your standards and boundaries while also being understanding of their, like, there's just a lot that goes into it, like, psychologically, I'd say. So that part of me is, like, cautious to be like, yeah, do it. Um, (laughs) But the flip side of that is I think that it's very unique in the experience that it gives you because it is uncomfortable. It does take mental energy. It takes discipline. It takes knowing where you stand. It takes a lot of self-control. It takes a lot of, you know, knowing who you are and what you want and what you don't want, and it takes communication. And so I think that all of that combined – is worth the experience even if it goes nowhere so like I was saying earlier I mean like yeah I think mentally like I just haven't been in a place to online date over the past however nine months um but I think that when I was doing it it was so good for me because I had no dating experience before this so I had never been on a date I didn't know how to have the conversations I didn't know how to you know, it's it's you're learning how to defend yourself and also pitch yourself at the same mm-hmm. time. So I would say overall, I would recommend it, but I absolutely would would give caution as well. hmm. Yeah, that's kind of kind of where I landed, but maybe more on the I, I think with this friend and probably with anyone, I would say. Yeah, you know, don't be afraid of it, but also you ha- you have to have thick skin to do it. So, not yeah. everyone has that. Online dating is not for the faint of heart, I've learned. Mhm. So, all right, what was episode 2? Two? 2 was actually probably my favorite episode, um, building a prime profile. <laughs> oh, I remember this. I remember sitting in my basement while we recorded this. This episode was so fun. and probably for bad reason because I feel like we just got to like bash profiles and it was just we're a little bit relentless. I mean, <laughs> I remember talking about, um, kind of what, you know, like what do you want to portray and that like how your profile is really communicating a lot about you and how, you know, the kind of person that you want to attract, you know, you should be thinking about that when you put different things on your profile or don't put things on your profile, you know, and then what you're looking for in a profile, you know, do they have, you know, similar faith interests as you do they have, you know, do you have things in common, yada, 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 but um, at the same time, not dismissing people, but then We talked through a lot of the really interesting profiles we've gotten to see. And I remember, like, just being like, men, do not hold a picture of your friggin' fish. Like, (laughs) just, I remember that being, like, a big thing of, like, every person. I'm like, why do these people have so many dang fish pictures? And, like, I just remember being really annoyed by that. (laughs) I feel like I offered you up a solid explanation for that, though. Um... I don't know if you did, but I feel like TJ touched on it when we when we had that episode. He was talking about how, like, men want to put their best foot forward and, like, girls don't think about the fact that, like, it takes hours to catch a fish. And,
1: you know, oh. it's, like,
0: kind of their, like, prize of, like, look, like, I'm dedicated. I'm, like, I never would have gotten that from a fish picture, but thank you That's for enlightening so awesome. us. That just so clearly shows the differences between men and women where men look at it as, you know, here's, here's evidence of my skills, my abilities to provide and um, my hard work and my commitment. And we look at that picture and we're like, I can't even see your face because you're wearing sunglasses and a hat and you have a beard on and you're, you know, it just doesn't show, it doesn't show your personality. And I think that's just such a funny difference between men and women and how we look at that kind of thing did you just say they have a beard on did <laughs> like I like it's a hat or something I think maybe I did say that <laughs> that's funny just let me let me put on my fake beard for this picture <laughs> Well, you know, they usually get a little more scruffy during like the fall winter, which is that when you go fishing, like during hunting season? Or is that a summertime thing? (laughs) I don't know. I would like to think that fishing is during when it's like warm outside, but
1: maybe maybe in Colorado
0: it's different. I don't know. Listen, they have beards most of the time. That's that's my point. Ah, yeah, that's true. But just the way you said it, it was funny. Of like, they have their beards on. <laughs> like, like, take that off. Show me who you really are. <laughs> um, and the other thing I remember is um, we were talking about when guys put on their profile, like that they're super competitive, and how girls like hate that. Um so something i wrote down for episode two <laughs> um this is when we started using code names for our dates which didn't last very long um like for the names of the people we were going on date with. dates with yeah okay. um and this was a guy you affectionately called mark <laughs> mark hi but his his name was not mark oh, what do you remember anything about our date I, I don't because was. I thought it was the one with the guy who dressed like a dad and it wasn't, um, because that was way later on. But <sighs> hmm. I want to say I th- was the guy who dressed like a dad. The guy who your cousin set you up with. Yes. Okay. Um. Dang, I don't remember who it was. Um. I don't either. I'm sure it was like a client of yours or something who set you up with someone maybe. Could be oh gosh yeah <laughs> or who knows Mark um, Mark mystery. yeah mystery Mark um so episode three was conversation and communication um so obviously we talked about conversations with people um and the parts that I listened to were like um when people like, just weren't good communicators. I didn't really listen to that one very much. Do you remember, like, any specific dates where you just felt like people, like, just didn't communicate or listen well or... I don't know. Um, no, I don't think it was so much an issue on dates. I think it was more an issue pre-date. Um, they would take three or four days to respond to your message. Um, that kind of thing and then I think that that episode I remember being very um, almost wordy <laughs> which is interesting um, because we talked about um, just how how do we communicate what we're looking for how do we communicate our standards how do we read between the lines on someone's profile um, and so yeah I think I think it was sort of more about what we have learned by people's lack of communication and what we've learned about people based on what they're not saying in their profile what they're not giving Mm. us information about that seems to be the thing that kind of stuck out to me gotcha yeah that makes yeah that makes a lot of sense I remember I remember that conversation or that episode being very conversation heavy I remember this episode being pretty conversation heavy, like you said. Um, I don't remember too much of what we talked about, but just kind of like, yeah, the idea of like things that are communicated or not communicated over a profile and kind of our experience with, I think, even different guys and how they communicate with us. So, I don't know. Boring episode, I guess. (laughs) But the highlight of episode three was your date. With Tennessee. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do you remember oh, that? Oh, I do. I was just thinking about that the other day for some reason, and I just felt like such a moron for even going out. I mean, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but I kind of felt like a moron for going up to Lookout Mountain with him and his random friends that I had never met before. I mean, it all sounded very romantic to me, but I remember you being like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it definitely was not. It was kind of a stupid date. I mean, not, not to seem harsh, but just the date itself was kind of like thrown together and weird and felt very high school, college-ish. Just, I don't know. It, yeah, it was. And then his whole thing when he dropped me off and We said goodbye, and he texted me later, and he said, oh, I should have just kissed you. I'm like, that is, oh, my word, that's so ridiculous. That's so immature. Do you, was this the guy who, like, also tried to, like, slide back into your life after you ended things with him? Because I feel like I remember there was some sort of, like, coupon he gave you or something. Yes, yes. He, I don't think he tried to slide back in. I mean, maybe he was trying. I don't know, but. Yeah, it was, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks or a month after I had told him it wasn't going to work out, and he texted me a coupon code for something that we had been talking about on our date, and then kind of asked how I was doing, and I said I was good, but I don't really remember it going beyond that, so I I don't think he was creepy by any means. It was just kind of odd. He wasn't creepy, but there was definitely a conversation there. I remember there being some sort of conversation. Um I don't remember what it was, but I do remember like the coupon code like casually bringing up something else. Hmm, I don't, I really don't remember, remember though. Anyways, Tennessee. That was that was a funny funny story. <laughs> um so episode four was our first guest ever Mr. Paul so what do you remember about that episode I just remember that one being really fun because we got to experience or just get insight into the guy's perspective of online dating and it was really eye-opening yeah it was super fun I remember that episode being really fun too I feel like the three of us like could literally talk all night long. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think other than the episode with Logan, this was probably the second longest episode that we like that I had to cut down pretty significantly. And it was hard because we like one topic bled into the next. And so it was hard to like, I remember editing it and being like, well, if I cut out this part, then this doesn't make sense. And, like, There was also side note, let me just say. Going back through these episodes, my editing skills have come a long way because, oh my gosh, like, the first couple episodes, I'm like, why did I cut this off here? Or, like, why did I, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. It got a lot better. But Paul's episode was really fun because I think the three of us, like, were just so conversational the whole time. Um, And yeah, it was, like, the first kind of male insight we'd had um, because I don't think I mean, I don't think you have a lot of guy friends who have online dated. I really don't. Um, and so it was nice to have some perspective outside of just talking to girlfriends who've, who've done online dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I remember. I remember one thing that stood out to me from this episode with Paul. Um, I just thought of this, actually, was how he talked about how every interaction has value. And that's something that I've actually thought of even outside the context of online dating ever since that episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like that just is Paul wrapped in a nutshell. He is someone who is, like, huge on networking and just being intentional with people and just, I don't know, just having, uh, having connection with people. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to put you on hold because there's a spider on my wall. Okay. One second, please. Deathly terrified of bugs? Well, I used to be. And if there's one thing I've learned in living by yourself, it's that you have to whack the crap out of it or you will not sleep that night. So. (laughs) I mean, you smacked that thing good and hard. Right? You have to. I don't even know what kind of bug it was, but, anyways, it's gone. Um um episode five was our christmas episode which i affectionately named single and ready to jingle oh my gosh that is so adorable and so corny (laughs) it is i don't even know (laughs) that episode that episode literally had nothing to do with like online dating i'm pretty sure as i listened to it we basically just talked about our family traditions we talked about Our favorite Christmas movies, what we asked for for Christmas, what we would typically eat for Christmas dinner. We talked about everything but online dating. (laughs) That is awesome. Maybe we just needed a break from talking about online dating. (laughs) Well, I think, I think it was when we were both in a little bit of a dry spell. I don't know. I remember also during like the season when we did that episode being incredibly lonely. And dreading the holidays and I don't know I in some sense I think when I had started doing online dating in July um I remember just being like really hopeful and just like oh my gosh like wouldn't it be so cool if I met someone and like had someone to bring to Christmas and you know Christmas parties and like you know office parties and like just just enjoy the holidays with and I think. Maybe even if it was subconscious, just the disappointment of not having that, like, made last year really, really lonely for me. Um It was also weird because, like, family-wise, it was, like, my first Christmas without my papaw, and, like, Molly and Jeremy didn't come down, and I remember, like, the holidays were so, like, dark for me last year, and so I remember in that episode kind of talking through that of <clears throat> just how... I don't know. It's really easy as a single person during the holidays to just kind of like let the disappointment kind of take over. And I think we talked a little bit about, you know, knowing when to take a break and, you know, kind of when you're idolizing that it does become like more of a disappointment than, than it really is a tool to help you. Um, So we talked about that some too, but it mostly was just us talking about Christmas. (laughs) Which is funny because we're coming up on Christmas again this year. Yeah, it was, I think it was probably maybe the, like, first week of December, maybe that we did that episode, or second week, so, yeah. so not far from now. Yeah, I know, I, I remember us talking about how <laughs> just the Hallmark movies make you want to be in a relationship even more, and how we each have to be careful that we don't, like, watch too many of those during the season, because it just would make us depressed. <laughs> yeah yeah I do remember that I remember that yeah that's I haven't watched a Hallmark movie in like years but mostly because I don't like have cable or anything I just have like streaming yeah me too I was I was thinking about that the other day how am I gonna watch any Hallmark movies because I don't have cable right I mean, I will say, though, Netflix has rivaled the Hallmark movie category because they have Mm. so many, like, cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies where, like, the second the scene pops up, you're like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Like, it's just so predictable. Like, they have, they've, they've rivaled a good Hallmark movie for sure. Yeah, they do have some good ones. They just don't have the crazy selection. I mean, Hallmark is already putting out Christmas movies. They're already doing the countdown to Christmas. Yeah. So they put out like a new movie every single week. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, it's like, it's funny. It's like laughable at the industry that cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies have become. I know, but yet I still love to watch them. (laughs) Literally, I kid you not. (laughs) When I first started going to the church that I'm at now, um the youth pastor that we had de- had then, he is obsessed with Christmas. He um quit his job as a youth pastor because he got contracted by Hallmark to have a podcast called <gasps> Deck the Hallmark. You're kidding. You never told me that. Yeah. He What did he talk so, about on it? I don't I mean, he still has it. They have a book. They have what? like so it's like him and two guys. So like one of the guys hates christmas one of the guys is like mediocre about christmas and then you have brand who is like obsessed with christmas and so they literally they started off rating hallmark christmas movies like just for fun like three friends rating hallmark christmas movies what they did and didn't like what they liked about the plot or the characters or whatever and then like hallmark signed a contract with them they've been on good morning america they have like they have a show every year like they have like it's insane like he works for Hallmark. I'm looking this up right now. Like Hallmark Christmas Check is his employer. Hallmark? Yeah. Shut up, there it is. Oh my <laughs> gosh. This Isn't is amazing. Yeah. Have it's you seen wild. the cover for their podcast? Um it's three guys and they're each wearing yes, hideous- pajamas? No. Oh, are they pajamas or are they like suits they look like suits but maybe they are pajamas made to look like suits oh i don't know so in some of their things in some of their things they're in crazy christmas sweaters and some of their things they're in the suits and then in some of their things they're in like christmas pajamas they have 510 episodes so they do this year round yeah he's been doing this for like two or three years now oh my gosh i guess this is a great podcast for those christmas lovers who just wow i i have got to listen to this this is amazing (laughs) yeah that probably blows our christmas episode out of the water (laughs) that's baby stuff compared to these guys (laughs) right we're just formula compared to this oh my gosh Um, okay well this is gonna be great for my holiday season (laughs) there you go you're welcome Um, so anyways, I was saying, I think this was a time that we were going through dry spells because our next episode was literally called Them Dang Dry Spells. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So we talked about how during the holidays it can be discouraging, um, and also how people can get really desperate around the holidays. (laughs) Uh Because I remember specifically, like, I could not get a match to save my life, it felt like, from basically Thanksgiving to Christmas and then I remember on Christmas Eve we had just gotten home from my like family Christmas Eve gathering with like my mamaw and my cousins and my uncles and my aunts and everything and we'd gotten home and we were like sitting down in the living room just like chilling watching a Christmas carol and I got like seven matches I kid you not on Christmas Eve at like 10 o'clock at night and like guys you wanted to meet up like that night and I'm like What the heck is happening? Like, I'm just not your last resort for Christmas. Like, I remember being slightly offended and very quickly, like, three of the seven, like, it was like lines of conversations before I ended it. Like, like maybe three or four, like, messages back and forth before I ended it. And I just remember being like, this is not what, you know, like, it's just not what anyone wants. So, Um, I remember that being really interesting that, like, all of a sudden on Christmas Eve, like, boom, 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 seven matches. That is funny. I don't remember if I was on a dating app at that point, but I do – I mean, I must have been. Yeah. I think I took my break in January, perhaps, and then got back on. But um, regardless, I I had – such a wonderful Christmas Eve I had had my parents over for dinner and we ordered pizza and then everyone left and my roommates were all gone they were staying with their parents um, and I had the whole house to myself which didn't usually happen so I turned on my gas fireplace and I turned off all the lights and I watched a Christmas movie by myself and it was just such a sweet sweet time that sounds so nice like I just want to do that right now <laughs> I, I know right <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. I hope that I hope that you get something similar this year with with Nate. Yes, me too. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we'll squeeze it in. That's precious. Um, there is. I think you were on dating apps because I wrote down your dates were Steve and Whippersnapper. <laughs> oh, I don't. Steve and Whippersnapper. So I have no I th- idea who these were. Here's here's the things that I wrote down. Both at Starbucks, then a walk? Question mark. <gasps> so oh, I know. Yes. Whippersnapper was like your quick date, like the short date, right? Like forty yep. minutes. I think so. Yeah. And then Steve. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah, we walked <sighs> around a lake. We got Starbucks and then walked around the lake outside. It was very cold. Yeah. Yep. Um. And Woof. then. Woof. <laughs> I don't remember Steve was he the one who was kind of like older yeah he was older he was from like Wisconsin or Michigan or something and he just I don't know we didn't have very good conversation it was very stilted it was very um just kind of dull you know it was it seemed obvious that neither of us were interested in the other person pretty quickly so that was kind of a it was a very non-eventful date, like, oh, we showed up, we met each other, we walked around, and then that was it. We never talked again, and so, yeah. Wow. Steven Whippersnapper. That's funny because Whippersnapper was, like, pretty young, I remember. He was only, like, three years younger than me. Oh, really? Yeah, which I thought was so weird that he was very, uh, I guess, kind of spooked by the fact that I was older than him, but that's okay. Yeah um (laughs) i remember in this episode is when i brought up the phrase that is my favorite laura kern thing ever oh don't do it to me (laughs) and i think you did the same thing on our episode of like no mary don't (laughs) don't do it but why you gotta do me like that the name of this like the little quote that i put on our instagram post for this was i love a good receding hairline (laughs) (laughs) there it is (laughs) and I forgot on episode two when we did building a prime profile the quote I put for that one was a boring profile is what does it for me I listen I stand by that and I know that I caught a lot of flack for it but I stand by that uh your boring profiles and receding hairlines and somehow you ended up with Nate I know it's pretty amazing how God works uh the receding hairline is my favorite thing ever <laughs> like, you know, I just want that to be like on a T-shirt or on like those stickers that you put on your water bottle or your laptop. Like it just needs to be out out in the universe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm sure that there's others out there like me and someday we will come together and unite. <laughs> well, I, I hope I get an invite to that, even though I don't like receding hairlines. Yeah, So you wouldn't get an invite, Mary. You don't get it. See, watch. I'm going to end up with someone with a receding hairline. And then you'll understand why they're so endearing. Oh my, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I'll keep you updated. Okay. Um, Episode seven was our episode with Janessa, which Janessa is the only female guest that we had in our whole 12 episodes. Did you know that? I did not, but now that I'm thinking about it, you're right. Yeah, I was I was kind of surprised, but because I think, well, I think the reason was because you and I are both females and we think similarly that we enjoyed having guests who kind of brought different perspective um, than we had or had talked about, you know. Um, But Janessa was fun. She talked about how her and Travis met on bumble and how um actually a couple of the parents at the school that she worked at had like encouraged her to do online dating um so she had been doing it for a few months and had tried it off and on different times throughout the year um and then travis ended up being like the brother of one of her like the step brother of one of her students somehow but they matched online and oh my gosh they're also getting married (gasps) wait they're engaged Laura, I told you this on the phone the other week. Oh, really? They, yeah, they had been planning it for a bit, um, but then they got engaged, I guess, like, a month or two. ago. It was, like, three weeks after you got engaged. But, so, yeah, it's funny that the two women in my life who have remained single by my side are both getting married. But, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm actually not bitter. I don't feel... I don't feel like I'm – I feel like this time last year that would have been really hard for me. And this year I feel like pretty – I don't know. I feel really relaxed about it um, and just really happy for you guys. But I think it's funny that um, she was telling us all about Travis and now they're getting – they're engaged. They're getting married in June. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. A little – it's probably the first couple I know actually that met on a dating app and is getting married. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I have a good friend who is now married to the guy that she met on a dating app, but I don't know too many. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, at least in my circle, who have done online dating, like, haven't haven't necessarily had, um, like, super long-term relationships from it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's cool to see that happen. Gives everyone hope, you know? It sure does. Yeah. So, um, episode eight was first dates, do's, and don'ts. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah. I remember this being a pretty lengthy one. I, I don't know. What do you remember about this episode? <laughs> I honestly don't remember too much about what we talked about, but probably just basic stuff like don'ts, um, ah oh, don't let the person pick you up from your house um don't I don't know what else did we talk about um so my quote for this Instagram post for this episode was me saying all the things you shouldn't talk about a date on the first date I've probably talked about on a first date <laughs> so oh right like don't talk about your exes or whatever yeah because I have a ton of those um yeah I think we talked about you know obviously don't bring up any past relationships or I think we talked some about like just not diving too quickly into things and allowing yourself to get to know the person and just kind of you know their story you know who they are their family like different things like that as opposed to kind of like the interrogation approach which I am often very guilty of me too um And I think we went back and forth about that a little bit, kind of got into, like, you know, the timing of when you meet and what you text about versus talk about in person um, and, like, that kind of thing. I feel like I remember that episode being more of that direction. Now, I have to confess that on my first date with Nathan, he did pick me up from my house, pick me up from my house, but everything else I did correctly. It wasn't too intense it wasn't you know like getting too deep into you know all of the the intimate parts of your life it was it was very first date ish and it was wonderful well let's clarify here though it's not that you didn't know Nathan at all when you went on your first date because I distinctly remember um conversations when he was dating other people and you had a crush on him and (laughs) And I remember it being, like, he broke up with this one girl, but then, like, you were like, oh, maybe, like, I can get to know him in this little window, like, now that he doesn't have a girlfriend. And then, like, the next time you saw him, he was, like, dating someone. And, like, weeks later, you were like, Mary, guess where they met online? And I remember <laughs> you being like, that could have been me. <laughs> like, Yeah, that was a pretty thing. frustrating time. And, and now it is you, Laura Kern. Now it is you. Um, The next episode was with your brother, Mm -hmm. Mr. Todd Jr. Mm, uh, No. (laughs) Not even sort of. I don't even know what TJ stands for, but that just came to me and I had to say it. Todd Jr. Uh, Sure, let's just call him Todd Jr. (laughs) I'm going to call him that at your wedding. Oh, gosh oh that's funny yeah um tell me your thoughts on that episode laura that episode was fun i was a little nervous for it because um i don't know like i just didn't know the direction that the conversation was going to go but it was really fun to just hear his perspective on things and also to hear more freshly the story of when he and my sister-in-law met um And they are now actually expecting a baby. So, um, yeah, it was it was a fun one that I was nervous for, but turned out to be really enjoyable. Yeah, I remember their story being really unique. Um, Something about Chapel and like his friend falling asleep, but his friend's phone kept going off hmm um yep. and so he like just stole his friend's phone and started talking to this girl who was texting her his friend um and then like slowly but surely they became friends and then eventually ended up dating hmm yeah that was that was that was a good episode and I feel like it was um cool for like you guys like your dynamic um yeah I remember I remember something that he said being like don't be afraid to get to know people with other interests than you because your interests are going to change in 10 years anyway. Mm -hmm. I I remember that as well. Yeah I remember that being like really interesting perspective because we do so much focus on people who have like I don't know who enjoy the same things we do who have so much like common ground with us that we like a lot of times dismiss people who don't when really like you can you can get to know someone's interests. they can get to know yours and like really you know your interests are going to change as you're together anyway yeah just being open to getting to know people that you wouldn't maybe initially feel super drawn to or feel like you have a lot in common with um the next one was inspired by mr colby jack do you remember this episode i do remember this one it was about safety Yes, safety first. Um, and I remember... So, it was about this Operation Fireball, um, which was, like, a Crime Junkie episode. So, they would, you know, get someone's number. They would text back and forth. They had planned to meet. Um, and then they would say, yeah, hey, I'm running late. Just order two fireball shots and I'll be there soon. Like, I'll find you kind of thing. And so, they would never... Plan to show up but then there would be like kind of another party who was already at that place Mm -hmm. who knew by the two fireball shots that she ordered like that it was that situation Mm. um and so then they would try and like swoop in and be like oh hey like you got stood up like well you can eat with me or like do you mind if I sit here like just kind of like taking that open invitation I guess like basically preying on them being like stood up Mm-hmm. and then um the one girl yeah she went to the bathroom and like one of the girl bartenders like went in there and was like you have to know like this is a setup like this has happened multiple times like and you know they always leave way more drunk than their drinks should have gotten them like we think they slipped something in there kind of thing and so this guy was like pretty relentless um And she ended up just being straight up, like, no, like, you're not, like, we're not going anywhere. Like, you're not taking me home. You're not walking in my car. And, like, the guy got super upset and, like, left. Um, But, yeah, we talked about different safety things, obviously, like, not letting a guy pick you up, like, just knowing your surroundings, being aware, letting people know where you're at, you know, having your location on, um, being responsible, even drinking of, like, you know, if you were yeah. to get in some sort of situation, just being aware enough to be able to to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A more sobering episode, but hopefully helpful. Definitely. Yeah. And it was funny because I feel like neither of us really had like firsthand experience about any of those kind of things. Um, but I know we talked some about conversations that we had had that made us feel uncomfortable. Um, And I know one part that I went back and listened to was... You talking about someone who you had um, had a date scheduled with and just kind of the more you guys talked, like you just felt like he was kind of being weird and you just ended up saying like, hey, you know, I just I don't think this is going to work out. Like, I don't think we should even meet. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even that just like the the, you know, gut to say, hey, like, you know, I don't even want to meet up with you. Like, I don't know, just using your your senses like your hyper awareness like there's a reason for that yeah and he was the same way relentless is a good word he just would not let it go and would not take no for an answer and so that's that's pretty concerning yeah for sure but thankfully i mean we're pretty lucky to have never been in any sort of situation like that but i also think too is like like we talked about in previous episodes, kind of just knowing what you're looking for. And when people don't meet that, like just not even entertaining the idea of meeting up. Um, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of dating apps are used to kind of fill the void of loneliness. And so I think a lot of people when they feel rejected, they get very angry. Um, Whether they have an ulterior motive or not, um, I think no one likes rejection. And so When someone doesn't want to meet up or, you know, something like that, it is really easy to kind of take that out and project on someone. But ultimately, like, there's stuff that that person's dealing with. And if they're going to respond that way, that's not who you want to be with anyway. Screening processes are important. (laughs) I mean, even just, you know, even in your first conversations. Oh, yeah. So episode 11 was our last episode with Mr. Logan Griffey. That was a really fun episode, too. That one was super fun. I think I enjoyed that one probably the most out of any. It's funny because when I was editing, it was, like, the whole first... Okay, I will say, this was the longest episode I've ever had to edit. It was, like, it was like an hour and a half, and I had to somehow get it down to, like, 50... Like, 50 minutes is as low as I could get it. Um, mm-hmm. It was a lot to edit, but it was funny because, like, the whole first, like, probably hour and 10 minutes was was us you know like kind of you know introducing and like having fun but it was so serious the whole time (laughs) until like the last 20 minutes and we just started talking about bad dates and good dates and like we talked about the date that he took that girl on with like a a hike and at sunset and then a (gasps) picnic and we were like We were, like, fawning over this, like, magical moment, and he's like, guys, it really wasn't that special, and we're like, yes, it was, and he was like, we just, like, sat at a picnic table, we're like, we don't care, like, it was so sweet, it was, yeah, and we were from there talking about, um, um, I remember from there we were talking about how, like, just the level of intentionality, um, you know, just not a lot of guys have that. So yeah, the episode was super fun. And I remember us going back through at the end, um, like his worst date was like just a date in a coffee shop where the conversation wasn't fantastic and we were like, That's your worst date? Like <laughs> uh-huh. that's newbie stuff. Right? We're like, Boy, do we have stories for you. But but I remember I think your worst date that you mentioned on that episode was probably the one that was 40 minutes long um and then I remember also you talked about the guy who dressed really terribly (laughs) I would say that probably had to be my worst one just because I I think the guy the really short date it was just a bad day because it was short and I had wished it had been longer because it was actually I thought we had good interaction good conversation. But the worst was definitely the guy who who dressed like a dad. And it was horrible because like halfway through the dinner we didn't we weren't even talking. Like he did not he did not talk and he didn't like ask me questions. And I had asked him I, I was the one who had been carrying the conversation on my back the entire time. And then I just got to a point where I couldn't think of anything else to say. And so we just sat in complete silence for way, way too long. Yeah. I I remember, <laughs> I remember hearing about that date and being super disappointed for you. Um, in this episode, it was funny when you re-mentioned that date because we talked about his dress, too. And I remember Logan being like, what was he wearing? I can't wear that on a date. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. And then, of course, we talked about my bad date with he who shall not be named. Oof. Um Yeah, that was bad, but, well, um, so this 12th episode, obviously our last episode as Laura and I being co-host together, um, there may be another podcast in the future, who knows, I don't know who it'll be with or what it'll be about, maybe we'll go back to the online dating thing and I'll have a new co-host, maybe I will, you know, maybe I'm done with podcasting forever, maybe Laura and I will find something to talk about. That's different than online dating. Who knows? The world is our oyster. Um, but Laura, do you want to share your quick little story about how you and Nathan met and fell in love and now you're getting married? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can give anything you want to say to our solid five listeners. <laughs> um, yeah. So we met in the summer of 2020. When um, my church was meeting outside in the parking lot because of COVID and the church that he and his sister had been going to up in the mountains was shut down during COVID and wasn't meeting at all. And so they started coming to my church because their brother also went to my church. Um, So we met very briefly uh, in the summer of 2020. And then I didn't know it at the time, but he was dating someone else. And I didn't have, like, a big crush on him at first. There was just curiosity at first about him. Like, oh, he seems like a really nice guy. Um, But nothing really obviously happened. And then I found out later that fall that he was dating someone else. And that was obviously very disappointing. Um, And then uh during the winter our group of friends got together a lot and did game nights and just get-togethers and i started noticing that she wasn't coming <clears throat> and that he was coming to more stuff and he was by himself and turns out they had called it off um and so from like december until march i really liked him and we were obviously getting to know each other a lot better by hanging out with our friends and we were doing, um, music at our church together. Like once every, I don't know, maybe six or seven weeks we would lead music together. Um, and one of our mutual friends kept telling me, oh, I think he's interested. I think he's, but just nothing was happening. And so, um, it had gotten to a point where I was just really discouraged and I had prayed about it. For a while, and finally, just said I reached out to that girlfriend and told her, you know, if Nathan doesn't ask me out by by Easter, then I'm just gonna assume that he's definitely not interested because he's had so many opportunities to ask me out, um, and then I can just move on and kind of like pull my heart back in and yeah, just move on. And then um, <clears throat> he he asked me out. No. She did not tell him this. She did not tell him, oh, you have to ask her out by this date. Um, She had mentioned to him probably a couple weeks before that, that he should consider asking me out because she thought we would be a great match, but she was very casual about it and didn't press him. And then a couple weeks later, his, or maybe it was this, I think it was the same week that she told him that his sister reached out to him and said, hey, have you ever thought about asking out Laura Kern? I think you guys would be cute together. And so um, he thought about it for a couple weeks, and then he asked me out, and it was like the week before Easter. <laughs> um, so we had our first date on April second, and have been pretty much inseparable ever since. And we got engaged on September nineteenth. Yes, my message would be to people that it is worth the wait. Um, I mean, from my perspective, this was the best way to start a relationship with someone because we were friends beforehand. We met through church. And, you know, as Christians, I think that there's just no better way than to meet someone at church, to do community together, to um, be in fellowship together. And then love just grows. And it's very sweet oh I'm just so happy for you it's it's cool Mm -hmm. especially too I think just because it wasn't I I don't know it was just like it was cool to be a part of like hey like you mentioned this guy to me and then he dated for a bit and then you know even through a group of friends that you weren't even that close to that you just got involved in and you guys got to just kind of like like you said be friends beforehand do life together um so I love that I think that's really special Yes, it is very special. And I can't wait for you to come out to meet him and be at the wedding. I know. I can't wait. So, well, friends, this has been our 12th and final episode. I don't know how to tie that into, like, any sort of alliteration. Um, But it has been a pleasure being your co-host, Laura Kern. Mm, Likewise, Mary LaQuisha. (laughs) Mary LaQuisha. (laughs) Well, um, who knows what the future will bring, but as for now, episode 12...